0: We are joined by Sarah Schwegel on this episode of Mentor Moments. Sarah is the President and Outreach Coordinator for Festability and has an extensive background in advocacy and inclusivity. We are excited to chat with Sarah and learn more about her and her passions. All right. So Sarah, thank you again for uh, joining us on Mentor Moments. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Dr. Keener is not here to um, spend this episode with us. He is uh, on his way to uh, Buffalo, Um, but we'd love to hear um, a bio, a little bio of you. What do you do? What has brought you um, to where you are today, Sarah?
1: Sure. So um, my name is Sarah Schwegel and I am the president and lead event planner for Festability, a celebration of disability, which is a really, really cool organization um, that celebrates the disability community through education, empowerment, and unity. Um, We have a big festival coming up um, on July 23rd at the Missouri History Museum. Um, I'm super excited to be here and share a little bit about that with you all today. Um, But before I get into that too much, a little bit more about me, Um, I have a disability called spinal muscular atrophy. Um, So I use a power chair for all my mobility and use an attendant for all of my um, personal care needs. Um, And I was a rehab services student at Maryville. Um, I graduated in 2015 and then went on to get my master's in um, public administration from SLU in 2018. From there I went to Starcroft Disability Institute and worked on their Dream Big program for about a year and a half. Um, Dream Big is a really incredible program that um, helps young adults and high school students with disabilities um, start thinking about their future and um, help them think about like what kind of career they might want Um, and exposes them to careers outside of the health and human services because so often for those kids that um, are surrounded by social workers, OTs and PTs every single day, um, all they know is that and the jobs that their parents had. So it's a really great opportunity to get them thinking outside the box a little
0: bit. Are there any trends that you've noticed already with um, those like uh if, if they're not going towards those where um, what employment places are or are, uh, areas have you noticed um, this population moving towards
1: Yeah so a lot of folks really really uh, are trending towards like computer sciences um, cybersecurity, anything that they can do from a computer because that's oftentimes so accessible there's so many different ways you can adapt a computer to meet any um, you know, level of disability, whether that's a learning disability or, um, you know, a physical impairment such as paralysis. Um, I think that a lot of students are also going toward, um, we're encouraging students to go toward trade and technical jobs as well. um, For those students who don't necessarily love the classroom setting, they can get really great hands-on experience and have a really, really fruitful career in a tech industry. So after I worked at Starcloth, I actually then went to Paraquad and was the public policy and advocacy specialist for um, about two years. And uh, then I was the people first advisor for a little bit of time. Um, And that is just such a great program, which empowers um, people with all levels of disabilities to become self-advocates and Um, active members of their community. Um, And then now um, I'm at Festability and I also have a really incredible corporate job um, doing customer service for an organization called Heartland Dental.
0: Wow, are there any bits or like skills or things or um, tools that you've picked up along the way through all of those things that have really like shaped your career?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, I think I I really, during my time at Maryville, um, I picked up a lot of um, how to interact with people. Um, The rehab services program was so great for um, walking through those interpersonal connections and relationships um, with people of all disabilities, all ability levels, um, So that was really helpful. I was incredibly involved on campus and in student involvement um, with event planning and just organizational work. Um, So that has really helped me in my time at Festability. Um, Oh, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So for our listeners that are just now meeting you for the first time, what is something that um, others might not expect um, about you, but has helped you in your career or has shaped you as a professional today?
1: Um, so a, a couple like fun facts about me is, um, I am an artist and I am a former, um, power soccer athlete. So, um, I played competitive power soccer for about 14 years. Um, and power soccer is one of the only team sports that people who use power chairs can play. Um, so it is, um, inside on a basketball field, basketball court, um, it has uh, four players per team, a keeper, a center, and two wings. Um, I was keeper for all 14 years. Um, and it was a really incredible time just to um, not only have that experience of like playing a team sport, um, but also like communication, meeting new people. Um, I was the team captain and then I served on. Um, the United States Power Soccer Association board um, as Eastern Regional Director for a uh, for a term. So I just was really involved in that sport and it was just really incredible.
0: I can imagine being like on that board and working, like collaborating with others on that could really like help mm-hmm. in the way that you've been like organizing things with festivities. I could see how that would like carry over.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I played a key part in planning um, the 2019 um national tournament so there were about 60 teams from across the country um, in one place uh, so i was in charge of organizing all of the meals um, and the banquets for that
0: where was it was it in st louis or
1: no it was in Wayne, uh, indiana they have a really wonderful um rehab facility or i don't even know if it's a rehab facility but it's like a community center um, that's built specifically for people with disabilities. It's called Turnstone Center. Um, if you're ever in Indiana and get a chance to um, go up to Fort Wayne, definitely check it out because they have some incredible independent living programs and just like inclusive adaptive spaces.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you, 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 we, we've che- we've talked a little bit about festivities and you've kind of given us an overview. Um, what has that been like? What are some neat things about working with festivities? Um, uh, what are some neat things about festivities for those that like aren't um, maybe organizing it, but are participating in it? Um, we'd love to hear a little bit more about what what to expect from that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm so excited. This is our first year that we've been able to be in person since 2019. So Um, For about two years now, we've been planning and working toward this event. Um, And we are hopefully going to have an incredible headliner who I cannot announce yet, but am hopeful by uh, close of business today, Mountain Standard Time, I will be able (laughs) to uh, make that announcement. Um, So check back soon. Um, But we'll be having the Bubble Bus, Duo Touch Dogs, Um, The Upper Limits Adaptive Climbing Wall, Community Art Activities, um, Beep Ball Demo, which is adaptive uh, baseball for folks who are blind and visually impaired. Incredible sport. There's food trucks, beer trucks. Um, The History Museum is open for visitors to experience their galleries with inclusive tours so they'll be in sign language and they'll be just audio described um we'll have main stage entertainment from local um individuals who are disabled who are um performers uh katie banister is going to be doing some spoken word poetry sean gold is going to be signing his books and um giving a ted talk uh sean is actually nonverbal so his ted style talk is going to be um through an mp3 file so he'll be up on stage um, giving that presentation and the computer's going to be talking for him so i think it's just going to be an incredible um way for the entire community not just people with disabilities to see how assistive technology works so well Um, and then we're also going to be having a fashion show um, in partnership with WashU's Made to Model program, which is where formal wear was specifically designed for um, young people with disabilities so that it would fit their bodies and their wheelchairs and their needs. Um, it's going to be an incredible event. This year, two additional things that we've added that weren't there in the past. Um, we are going to be kicking off the event with a disability pride march um we'll be kicking that off at the visitor center so we're encouraging folks to meet at 10 a.m at the forest park visitor center on july 23rd um and then around probably 10 30 we'll be walking from the visitor center to the history museum it's a pretty short distance but we wanted to make sure that it was accessible for everybody um but we'll have time to make some signs we're going to have some Handheld instruments, um, potentially a high school band is going to um, be able to play. And we're just going to have this great celebration of disability and all of the incredible things disabled people can do. Then we'll arrive at the History Museum um, and gather around our main stage, have a inclusive drum circle for about 15 minutes, and then we'll get started with all of our main stage entertainment.
0: Wow. That is so much. I, I, I'm wondering if you had like a list with you because I wouldn't have been able to like, remember all of those activities and events that are uh, I'm going to be there.
1: real honest with you. I am uh, pacing around my house because I can't do interviews and sit still. You're doing uh, so
0: well. <laughs> and
1: I, uh, I literally just have some paint on my tray. So um, no, yeah, that was all off my head. I'm sure I forgot something, but We are getting our website updated um, in the next week or so. So uh, be sure to check out festability.org. It's F-E-S-T-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y.org. And that will have an event tab with all the information that you need to know. Um, It has parking information, event schedule um, as we get closer to the event, hopefully by about July 15th. Um, we'll be able to have the full main stage schedule listed out on the, um, event website, but I think it's going to be a really fun time. Um, it runs from 11 to five at Missouri History Museum.
0: Wow. Yeah. We'll be sure for our listeners to, uh, include the link to, um, any of those websites that we just listed, um, in the descriptions of this episode. Um, I'm curious (laughs) I'm curious, Sarah, what has this experience been like for you? Uh, organizing this, what has that experience been like?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's been absolutely incredible. This is by far the largest event that I've ever organized. Um, in the past, we had about 3,000 attendees, um, and we are hoping to break those records this year. So um, this is definitely the biggest event. Um, I'm really excited. I I have learned a lot about how to run and manage a nonprofit. Um, I have learned a little bit about what my personal limits are. And we can kind of get more into that during the mentor moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's, it's overall been incredible. And I am, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity um, to take the lead on the event this year. And really help it come back um from the pandemic really strong.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's impressive. And I, I I can only imagine the amount of um juggling that has to be done just to keep on top of all of those things. Uh yeah. Um, so uh, one thing that we like to cover here on Mentor Moments are professional organizations. Um, we always love to um, highlight those. Um, so, Sarah, are there any professional organizations or just organizations in general that you are a part of or that you would uh, like to shout out to our listeners?
1: Oh, I I have nonprofit organizations um, I have a plethora of them in my in my wheelhouse and in my volunteer repertoire, but a couple that I'm really fond of, uh, uh, of course, MRA, Missouri Rehab Counseling Association, um, definitely join that. They have incredible opportunities. I was on the, board, the St. Louis board for a while, um, and it's just such an incredible organization led by your peers. Um, definitely go to their events. And... Um, Take all those learning opportunities that you can because they sure offer a lot. Um, And then I have also been involved with um, Young Nonprofit, YNPN, which is Young Nonprofit Professional Network. Um, They have really great resources as well, especially if you are um, just starting to enter into the world of nonprofits. Um, They have so many connections, so many wonderful events. Um, They focus a lot on networking and mentoring and it's just a really, really fabulous organization. Um, And then, uh, of course, StarCraft Disability Institute has a young friends board um, that I was a part of for many years um, and they plan incredible events and help employers across the area um become more familiar with working and hiring um people with disabilities so that's a really great organization to get involved with as well
0: no those are perfect and i i i can understand how you would have just like a wheelhouse of just organizations that you could probably you know name Um, yeah
1: i can keep going if you want
0: (laughs) well if more come to you then it By all means. Um, So we, uh, you know, this is mentor moments. Uh, The people are ready. Uh, We would love uh, just to hand over the mic to you um, and hear any kind of tips or advice that you would give to our listeners as this episode's mentor.
1: Yeah. Um, So this is probably you've probably been told this a million times and you're probably like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll say no when I'm dead. Um, But really say no to things, pace yourself, don't overcommit. Um, Since 2018, I had been going pretty nonstop. I hadn't said no to a single opportunity that was offered to me. Um, And quite honestly, I wish I had. I... Um, I spread myself a little bit too thin, and when the pandemic hit, I was kind of forced to stop. Um, I realized how much uh, of myself I was giving away to the world, and I was not able to um, take care of myself in a way that I needed to, and I didn't realize that, so I completely stopped. Um, So my my biggest advice is really practice saying no. um it's really hard it's really painful every time I say no I feel like a tiny bit of my soul has been uh (laughs) extracted from me like Voldemort and Harry Potter style (laughs) um but truly in the long run like it helps since I've been saying no more and reprioritizing um some of my commitments life has gotten a lot easier to manage um it doesn't feel like I'm always holding things together with scotch cake I feel like I have a good handle on things I don't feel like all the kittens are escaping their basket
0: I love those analogies I and, and I'm glad that you mentioned uh COVID because I think that the the whenever we went under like mass quarantine and and whenever the pandemic hit I think that we put like a bit of a pause and we were able to like step back and look at like well what does hustle culture do with this now? Uh, I guess we have to pause. Um, and I really appreciate that. Are there, are there signs that for you personally that you noticed like, okay, like when, when are you aware that you're like, okay, I need to like start saying no to a couple things?
1: To be real honest with you, I did not know them until after it was too late. Um, and that's something I am still working on today with like my personal mental health team um so really if if you can build a build a mental health support system and um if you have the insurance coverage you're able to get a therapist even if it's um one through an app like BetterHelp, or i know there's several out there um but yeah that i think is my that's my advice for sure
0: Yeah, no, we really appreciate your honesty um, in in those, in those things. Um, So Sarah, any last shout outs, any, anything else that you'd like our listeners to go away with, to, to, to leave the episode with any last bits of information uh, that you'd like them to know?
1: Um, Aside from coming to festability, prioritize yourself, take care of yourself and do what you need to do. Because if you aren't prioritizing yourself, you're not going to be there for your clients and your consumers. You're not going to be able to help them find that, you know, perfect job or perfect career path. Like you're not, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to do an effective job. So take care of yourself first.
0: Absolutely. And one more time, when is Festability?
1: Yes. Festability is July 23rd from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. At the Missouri History Museum. We will be kicking off the event at the um, Forest Park Visitors Center at 10 a.m. to meet for a Disability Pride walk to the History Museum. But all the events start at 11.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. We'll we'll go ahead and put those uh, links in our uh, description of this episode. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this is uh, this has been great um, to to meet you, to meet you and talk to you and just like hear a little bit about what you do. It's really exciting, and we really want to encourage our listeners to, if you also feel the same and are also feeling as energized as I do, um, make sure to go check out Festability. Um, take the time out of your day um, and and just see what's out there. It's 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 going to be a great time. So Sarah, thank you again. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: So if you're listening to this, that means that you're listening to Mentor Moments. That means that you're probably listening on either Spotify or Apple Music, or maybe you're listening some other way. Uh, We just wanna recommend that you continue to listen. Uh, Tune into some of our previous episodes um, and stay tuned. Subscribe to us um, because we'll have plenty more episodes coming your way as well. In addition to the podcast, we have two other ways for you to stay connected with the Missouri Rehabilitation Association, Eastern Chapter, And Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. We are proud to announce the creation of a YouTube channel and a blog. Both the blog and the YouTube channel will have all things related to the Missouri Rehab Association Eastern Chapter and Maryville University's Rehabilitation Counseling Program. Check us out!